is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Natural. Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection, and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. Welcome to Worst Year Ever, a production of iHeartRadio. there and welcome back to yes you guessed it the worst year ever my name's katie stoll that's wild that you are that person's name um doing i'm doing well i'm gonna start this again i'm gonna respond to katie a different way (laughs) oh god (laughs) should we start the whole thing again Yes, no, no, please. no, we never restart anything. Do not listen that's, to Robert. That's Nobody the only to thing we agreed on when we started I don't trust this series. fucking haircut. I don't trust Once it. Once we start introducing an episode, we never go back. Well, I'm sorry, only what? Forward. There's no what editing in podcasting, you guys. Relentless. What? There's no editing in podcasting. There's no editing in podcasting. We just have to keep moving forward. Also, like the Marines on Omaha Beach here, or whatever guys were here, on Katie, Omaha Beach. Mm-hmm. Whoever was on Omaha the, Beach. The, po- the podcasters on it. Omaha Beach. Yeah. So what? what Katie was trying to do was to get Cody, who is a co-host, and Robert, who's a co-host, to say their names. But, you know. It didn't happen. Here we are. Katie? But yeah. we off can the rails happen. real early. And apparently we're not resetting. Nope. Daniel, do with this what you will. Um, <laughs> do what thou wilt shall be the whole of the podcasting editor's job, Daniel. I'm joined here today with my co-hosts, Cody Johnston and Robert Evans and our producer, Hi. Sophie. Hi, Let's these are I, our voices. Did I pronounce that right? Yes. Yes, you did. You got it I correct. just realized that's something that I always read and don't no, say No, it's actually Warstyar Arvar. That's Katie, get it, get it right. Come on. Um, Welcome back really to the Warstyar Arvar. And this is uh, not a good I'm intro. Cody and this is Katie and Robert is here and Sophie is here as well. And we're just going to talk so much uh, about so many things today that it was it was it was hard for us to even to even come together with a consensus on how we were going to start talking to you the listeners. For example, yes. I completely disagree with how this has gone. Look, but <laughs> so you know far. in in the middle of an unprecedented surge of authoritarianism worldwide, the best thing this podcast can do is be a shining example of the powers of democracy. And yeah. in this case it means 
several minutes of introduction before even saying the name of the show that this is. No, no clear leader emerges, not like um, a solid direction. You, yeah, the well, listener, once the disaster hits, right? Then, then Katie takes over with an iron fist and sends yeah. in federal troops to set up snipers' nests on the roof of buildings overlooking protest yeah. camps. So you saw my notes, huh? Yeah, I did. I did. But for did. but for now, there's democracy and equality on this podcast, <laughs> where we're all equal partners. Is what? But you can see the light starting to you go out. You can see it. <laughs> it is the worst year ever. This is the podcast, Katie. You want to talk about stuff and not do another intro? Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do. Um, guys, a little transparency up top. The world is chaos. It's not doing great. <laughs> it's awful. And I, like, it's so hard. I think to we're know nailing this metaphor. <laughs> yeah. The president just declared basically war on the city I live in. That's so that's cool. a fun development. Again, for it's, for right law, now. it's for law and order's sake, Robert. Like we we yeah. go over this and over this. He wants to take take law and order to where you are, okay? Mm-hmm. Um it's I know not, because it, and before his law and order, there were no snipers' nests on the roof of the federal courthouse, and now it's there's snipers on the roof of the courthouse. So that's good. How that happened exactly. Um, but it's your tone makes me think maybe you think that's bad. Hmm. <laughs> Whenever I have we mixed feelings about snipers. <laughs> oh, Jesus. we'll get into that. Yeah. Whenever <laughs> we um sit down to decide what we want to talk about each week, it gets increasingly difficult because you're like, there are yeah. so many things that we could talk about. And and I'll just say, personally, for Cody and I, we also have even more news. So at the beginning with this show, of course, we had a, a specific purview, which was to be talking about election-related things. And obviously that has changed <laughs> out of necessity. gives a shit about the fucking election? Who cares about the election? <laughs> I mean, I care about it, but... You know, and so it's always like an interesting negotiation of like, what are we going to cover in each episode? But our dear friend Robert has, as you guys know, (laughs) been covering the protests in Portland really intensely. It's been traumatic and dramatic and doesn't look like it's going to stop being that way as per what we just talked about. (laughs) Um, So today, uh, Cody actually came up uh, with this idea is that we are going to kind of go through a lot of news headlines and kind of fill Robert in on, on stuff that he's missed or might have been aware of peripherally. And, and you know, we're going to keep it kind of fun and loose because nothing's fun or loose right now. Mm. Does that sound fun? I think I've emerged sounds... as the leader here. I don't know. You, yeah, yeah <laughs> you have. You've, you've violently taken power uh, and sent in your shock troops to enforce order. And your shock troops in this case are... Cody, and if you didn't, mm-hmm. and if you didn't smile, at keep Katie it down, Robert. Katie is talking. Loose. I don't know what's wrong with you. Can also, you, <laughs> you probably you're, you're listening to this, so you couldn't have seen how not fun and not loose I was as I said it. But I felt my whole body tighten as I said "fun and loose." Cool. Mm-hmm. Your hair stood on end. It's wild, mm-hmm. but that's normal. That's par for the course for me these days. Um. We should probably start by by just uh, you know mentioning that coronavirus is still a thing, very much so. It's a problem. I'd go so far as to say. Um, yeah, get out of here, coronavirus. Go on. It's frustrating. We've Scram. got over a uh, hundred and thirty thousand 
deaths, 137,000 deaths, but that's just the low ballpark number. We don't actually know. Um, and America's failing miserably. We're, we're mm-hmm. embarrassing mm. compared to other countries. Um, mm. The unfortunate reality uh, is that this is what it looks like when a civilization dies. Uh, and yeah. That's what we're seeing in the United States and worldwide. And uh, there will be some areas that weather this for a while. But uh, most most of us most of us won't. Um, Are you and, suggesting that we're an empire in decline? Uh, no, I I I am suggesting that we are a global civilization uh, on the edge of a cliff. Um, so people should learn how to garden. <laughs> yeah, Ro- Robert's growing some <laughs> practical advice. Squash. Yeah, pick up a yeah. My squash is doing fucking amazing this year. Counterpoint. I, <laughs> I hate squash. Counterpoint. Squash is delicious. Hamilton's on Disney Plus. Oh, that's so good. Only watched. Yeah. Do that instead um, of the gardening, the survival stuff that you were talking about, about how learning yeah. to learning to live in a new world. Just watch Hamilton. Yeah. It's two. Let's, it's two hours and forty minutes long. You you can just like tune out. It's great. That does sound nice. You know what? I'm changing my advice. Watch some Hamilton. There you go. I do recommend doing it. Um, Burn your garden down. It's pretty catchy. Um. Uh, but let's talk a little bit about the responses we're seeing this week with coronavirus. For example, uh, Monday, Trump retweeted a conservative conspiracy theorist and former game show host, Chuck Woolery. Yeah, he did. God, uh, I love the things we get to say these days. Um, with a, a tweet that reads, the most outrageous lies are the ones about COVID-19. Everyone is lying. The CDC, media, Democrats, our doctors, not all, but most, that we are told to trust. I think it's all about the election and keeping the economy from coming back, which is about Amazing. the election. I'm sick of it. I'm also Amazing. sick of it. I'm sick of that bullshit. Um so, so good. Also, it's important to know that this is just after Trump has started very openly distancing himself from Anthony Fauci. Uh, apparently, he hasn't it's even awesome. met with Fauci since June. Um, and then Great. last week what? on Fox News, yeah, on Sean. Hayes, why would he need month. to meet with? Why would he need to meet with uh, the nation's head doctor during an epidemic? Why would right. that? Why would that He's, be useful anyway? What he has anyway? to do is go golfing a bunch. Yeah, um, well, of course. And send federal troops into Portland, Oregon. <laughs> To shoot well, yeah, but again, if, only if law and order is needed, Robert. Like, well, somebody, somebody, Robert. somebody slightly burnt some plywood on the side of a building, so we need snipers' nests now. Sorry, yeah, I, 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 my head is in a specific place. Nope, I'm, that's I'm, why I'm we're that's what we're telling you about other terrible stuff. It's okay. This is part of the therapeutic process. You are allowed to okay. vent about the the stuff that's happening. We're 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 here to help guide you through this. I don't know. Oh. I'm not a therapist. Um, I was just trying to say that Trump um, flat out said to that he disagrees with Anthony Fauci. When Fauci had said the country's not doing well, he said, I disagree with him. Um, and another interesting little fun tidbit this week that Sophie also brought up before we started recording. Um, Ted Cruz, our buddy Ted, uh, was photographed at the airport, like in the terminal, and also on an airplane, an American Airlines flight, without a mask. Ted Cruz, who's been quarantined twice for his exposure twice. Yeah. to the twice. coronavirus. Twice. <laughs> Amazing. Like, I mean, it's wild. It's wild. Um, you know, so American Airlines is now looking into it, reviewing the details of this matter, uh, because their policy is opposite of what 
Ted Cruz did. Um, spokesperson said he just removed the mask while eating or drinking, but that's not what we see in the pictures. <laughs> no, he's not eating or drinking anything in the f- pictures, nor but, is there a mask visible. Exactly. Um, so also, like, I don't trust thickens. Ted Cruz to do literally anything. So um, why he can cause some Twitter beefs? He can. Do oh that. yeah, Ted Cruz is um, the worst. I've got a. So well, let's talk about Ted Cruz for a little bit, for a moment. We can get back to like the ser- the real serious news. But one of the things I think that uh, we have we've lost a bit uh, in this show, uh, the worst year ever, is all the stuff that was happening before these wild crises emerged. Because mm-hmm. you know the original show, that's the worst year ever. It's going to be bad for uh, Trump's going to hate it. His opponent's going to hate it. We're going to hate it. Republicans are going to hate it. It's going to be bad for everybody. All the culture war stuff, everything's so stupid. It's going to get dumber. And it did. But also there's this pandemic going on. Um, So like, but that stuff is still going on. That stuff is still happening. Ted Cruz spent like two days tweeting about Goya beans. Robert, have you heard about Goya beans lately? I I sure have. Uh, It, and it, it, I don't know. I was just I'm, if I make another comment, it's just going to be about that sniper's nest. So I'm just going <laughs> to well, kick it I back mean... to you, Cody. Yes, I heard about the fucking beans. <laughs> so th- I mean, this is kind of the point, though, right? Like uh, the, the CEO of Goya was like, "Trump's good," and then all these libs are like, "Ah, oh, we're going to not buy Goya beans anymore." And then all the conservatives came out like, "Well, we're going to." only eat beans now we're gonna buy goya and i'm eating i'm eating beans right now i'm brushing my teeth with beans and then like meanwhile all of the systems that make our lives possible are like slowly being eroded and in some cases crumbling before our very eyes and everyone's ignoring like yeah there's news that the san andreas fault is is much likelier to go off soon than people think we're like on the cusp of wildfires the likes of which the planet has never seen um but yeah, the fucking beans. Let's all talk about the beans. beans. The beans. I mean, oh it's yeah, the- wildfires where we don't. I mean, we grotesquely use prison labor to fight fire wildfires. Yeah. but there have uh. been some. There's less uh, prisoner work. For, it, the whole thing's fucked. The whole thing. Every, well, yeah, I mean, we're not going to send a bunch of like uh, prisoners with COVID to fight the fires, are we? Because that's where they're getting it. I mean, yes, we are going to do that. But they act but. like... We are absolutely like the, going to do that. Of course that. we are. But, but it's stupid because they act like this is like a liberal oh. thing to like cancel a brand when they did the same thing with Ted Nike. Cruz has done it repeatedly. <laughs> yeah, they did the same thing they were, when... They were destroying their fucking Keurig machines a yeah, year ago, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah, uh, burning their Nikes. Yeah, so Ted Cruz is obsessed with beans because he's a United States senator and there's nothing else going on in the country, let alone his state that he's a senator of. Um, so he's uh, he's really just like leaning into the culture war stuff. Uh, this tweet is really, it's like fascinating to me. James Woods, of all people, speaking of Chuck Woolery and like old cranks who like have no grip on reality. James Woods tweeted about the Goya thing. And then Ted Cruz is like, Goya is a staple of Cuban food. My grandparents ate Goya black beans twice a day for nearly 90 years. And now the left is trying to cancel Hispanic culture and silence free speech by Goya. So like a few things about this. Goya wasn't like, hasn't been like around for as long as uh, Ted is intimating. Um, Nor was it available to his grandparents in Cuba during that time. Um, 
the whole thing it's just a mess it's just a mess of like weird lies and like half truths about like oh they ate beans twice a day they fuck on beans um and like it's just fascinating because also like the claim that um the left by boycotting goya uh which we can like discuss how silly that is and how it's not like whatever boycott goya if you want who cares like (laughs) donate goya to people who need it whatever um but uh this is like cancel culture boycotting is cancel culture um and boycotting is silencing free speech um despite again like you're saying like literally calling for boycotts on the NFL, calling for boycotts against uh, so many things throughout his career. And it doesn't matter. And it's so frustrating of like, I guess this is the part of the worst year where we just like call out hypocrites uh, into the void again, still, and nothing matters and it doesn't change anything. And he's still going to do this. He's still going to go on the plane and he's still going to not have a mask on and someone's going to point out how he's a hypocrite because of that. But it doesn't matter because this year is just the worst. And I'm just I'm just fascinated by the by the bean stuff because it doesn't it matter. It's pointless. It's, it's silly. It's stupid. And it's like all the all the culture war st- stuff that's been bubbling over and getting dumber and dumber has continued to get dumber and dumber. But, um, you know, the pandemic. Yeah. Speaking of the pandemic, <sighs> pandemic. Oh no, oh, Katie's t- Katie's been taken by the conspiracy. No, 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 no. Apparently, <laughs> apparently, Florida reported more than fifteen thousand new cases on Sunday. Fuck yeah, Florida! That's what Hell they yeah! Say though, that's number what they one want in the country, you to believe. Which is number one in the fucking globe. <laughs> I like I like We're how so America. America is the Florida of the world, but Florida is yeah. still the Florida of America. <laughs> Seems like yeah, a, great, America a great first, place but to first, have the Florida. NBA return back to, right? That seems like a good decision. Absolutely. Seems like or a great place to... No, fuck. We, we need to Disney mandate World. everyone in Florida immediately go on a maskless vacation to another random state and then just pay for that with, I don't know, well, the education budget of this this nation. <clears throat> just, just send them all of, over the place. Speaking <laughs> of that... Spread it around. <laughs> let's talk about the education budget. Because <laughs> Trump last week, we mentioned Donald this Trump? briefly on um, on even more news. Yes, Donald Trump, the president, Donald president John Trump of yes. Florida, these states of United States of Florida. Um, he uh, threatened to take away school funding if uh, states <laughs> love, chose to not reopen. In the I fall. love the president threatening schools. So, but like, we can use that money to fund Robert's idea. Is my point. There's a lot to unpack here with the the school conversation because it's not an easy one to have. But one thing we know is that not every place can return to school in the fall. <laughs> it's just not. It's just not realistic, feasible. It, maybe maybe it could have been if we'd had a different response from his administration. Um, but we are not in a place where uh, we can safely have students or teachers or administrators. Um, uh, back in all communities. Um, and this affects everybody, but, you know, people with means will have the luxury of doing homeschooling. You know, this definitely impacts <clears throat> low-income communities more. There is the same question that we had at the end of last school year. It's, you know, how can parents work if their kids are at home? How do you work and balance your child's education? You know, there's the impact on them developmentally. Um but I don't think that there's enough of a conversation about 
the teachers, you know, how forcing them back to school will impact them. They're being paid not a living wage already to come in and risk their lives. And and like, what about the psychological impact on students if, say, their teacher gets sick, sick and died? How do you educate that classroom of students? You're going to get a substitute to come in when coronavirus might be spreading around? Also, And like, also be like, hey, kids, kids uh, the teacher's dead because of you being mean, here, <laughs> like, because we're all here. Like, how do you yeah, move forward from that? How do you move forward from that? And I get it. It's hard. I mean, I mean, teachers are also literally getting it while discussing during did you summer guys, school I, how to do this. Yeah, yeah. there's a fucking Reddit post that was some 24 year old, and I think I think it was Indiana talking about how like they're they're going to be opening the schools again, and like we've been told that we can't even require the kids to wear masks. Like all you can do is strongly suggest it. Um, like what? And so like the whole post was him asking for advice on like. How do I set up a will? Because I want to make sure that my house goes to my spouse uh, if I die wow. from this. Because I think there's a good chance God. I'll die from this. Because yeah. I get sick every year when the school starts again, and like I know that's going to happen with COVID, and I don't know that I'll make it. And he's like, "That's a fucking teacher. Like they shouldn't be well, teach." Yeah, it's it's <clears throat> my my sister in law is a teacher, and I, I I need to get on the phone and have a bigger conversation with her about it. But we were just texting today. She's scared, and part of the problem is. It's also going county by county in different areas. So like, but for example, here in LA, we just got the announcement that, you know, we would be still be doing remote schooling starting in the fall. Orange County, however, does not want that. In Northern California, where my sister-in-law teaches, her county does not look at this point that they are pushing for remote learning, but counties around her are. And it's a strange it's a strange dynamic for them within teachers and, you know, like, because it's not that much different from one county to the other. It's wild the way that they're making these decisions. But she's also saying, you know, and she shared an article, a lot of teachers are choosing to retire rather than return to teaching in the fall. Yep. Um, and so what is that impact on our education system? And if they refuse to teach, are there several states where they'll lose their pensions? But I mean, yeah, that's like the whole, like, willing... They're willing to give those things up because of the situation they're being forced yeah. to go into. Like even my my mom works at a, uh, with elementary school kids. Uh, a lot of people that work at these schools are like in that at risk range, age range. Like you have all these kids. They're uh, like Robert. You're saying like, yeah, it's not mandatory. You have you like can politely request that they wear masks, but they're also kids. And so you have to, you're worrying about not only like all these kids interacting with every single adult at the school, but then going home and interacting with their parents. You don't know what their parents are doing. Um, yeah. It's just such a, it's such a, uh, a messed up situation where like, it's the same, it's the same, it's the same thought process for like, like we got like, obviously like schools are more important than being able to go to Dave and Buster's, but like you have, it's the same thing. Like you're putting all these people at risk that work there, like all these like, People in the service industry and like every, everyone that that has to work right now um, yeah, is being well, put at risk. And we're just like trying to pile on uh, in this. I don't know. It's I mean, you know, you're hitting. That's the whole point. You're right. And what's frustrating and not surprising, but demoralizing is that we don't seem to learn at all throughout this. 
Right? Well, no, we no, that's the one thing countries. America never does. Well, because Apparently. we can't go to school, Katie. Yeah, it's because the schools are closed. Yeah. No, but I mean, we've had so, uh, like I just said, in spring, a lot of parents were just trying to make it to the summer. They were just trying to make it to the summer and get through this, and we all saw that our kid, we we resoundingly failed at the homeschooling experiment. There's a lot of reasons why. There's a lot of things that have to be worked out, and we understand that. But you know, the hope was like, okay, we get a grip on the virus over the summer. Also, we start to develop contingency plans. We start to work out how to approach this differently. No, we're just going to culture war about it. That seems no, like a better gonna idea. No, we're just going to culture war. Heck I mean, yeah. And, and just That's all we ever do this culture warring about stuff. We're so and, good at culture wars. Just, no other you, country culture wars like us. America no, no. first, number one. America number yeah, one yeah, at culture baby. war. Although I did see an article today about a French bus driver that was beat to death um, after asking that um, people on the bus wore masks. Yep. So, well, you know, some, we don't have every the now and then another country is going to try to compete for the two slot, but I feel pretty comfortable with that. <laughs> oh, yeah. America first, America number one forever. We we rule the culture war. We're going to die the most. Thank you very much. I think it's safe to <laughs> oh, say that so we set more. the bar here in Florida. Um, uh, yeah. You know, we have, to, we have to leave it. room for like Dan Crenshaw to accuse Tammy Duckworth, a veteran, of trying to destroy a, America. A veteran who lost her legs who in lost combat. Her legs. <laughs> like, in combat. And she wants to destroy America is, uh, the, is the thing. That's the line. I, I think... There's a tweet I saw recently um, that was just, starting to think forming an entire society around legal and semantic loopholes might have been a bad idea. And that's really, like, the thing that, that comes to mind most in this, because it's this, like... Like the, that's the thing that the mask stuff turned into is like people cutting holes in masks, people like like making sp- purposefully shitty masks, like just because they didn't like this 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 reckless disregard for the fact that there are some things that you should just do because it's yep. it's the right thing to do. And like, no, fuck you. This is America. And if someone if I'm supposed to do something, the right thing to do as an American is find a way to not do that thing without getting in trouble. Like that's the yeah. whole. That's the entirety of our society. Yeah, it's all. It's like de- it's just like the debate nerd troll stuff. Yeah, just like heightened to a level that is literally a matter of life and death. Yeah, as yeah. opposed to pointless online bullshit. Yeah, we uh, should purge our society of debate nerds. Um, speaking of that, yeah, it's time for an ad break. Goya. Oh, okay, that's fine. That's fine uh, too. Cool. Here's that ad. <laughs> Welcome to the worst year ever. We'll get through it together or not. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year. Equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. 
Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. And we are back from that ad. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Buy the products or boycott them. I don't know. Whichever side <laughs> you're on, who cares? Um, so we were Use just promo talking code ab- boycott. Sorry, Kate. <laughs> we were just talking about, you know, school stuff in that complicated conversation. Um, let's talk about <laughs> this new uh, rule, this, this Trump administration announcement last week that international students can't stay in the U.S. if schools are not operating in-person classes, uh, basically making them a pawn in his push to reopen the universities in the fall. Unbelievable. Um, 17 states have filed a lawsuit against the Trump administration, against this rule. Um, I believe 50 universities, including Ivy League schools, have joined in. Um Oh, God, but it's wild. This is just, I guess it's not another one of those things that's not surprising, but it's just kind of a gut punch. Because also, we're having historic numbers of international students. Um, I'm sorry, cut that and reset. Also, we're having historically low numbers of international students here, even without this development. This is according to the Washington Post, quote, the desire to study study in the United States has flagged since the start of the Trump administration. Before the 2016 presidential election, the number of Indian <laughs> students was growing annually by double-digit percentages, but the growth rate fell sharply in the 2017 to 2018 and 2018 to 2019 academic years. Um, that makes but this sense. This is just sending so many people reeling. Also, you're trying to make people travel internationally during a pandemic. It's yeah. just, it's grotesque. We gotta get, we gotta get them out or whatever, whatever, you know, whatever, whatever reason. It's like, do whatever. It's gotta. I think that there's going to be a lot yeah. of effort from schools. To, obviously this, this lawsuit has been passed and, and you're seeing, you know, people at different institutions scrambling and, and, you know, maybe making one technically in-person class that maybe people don't have to show up to, you know what I mean? To try yeah, to circumnavigate yeah, yeah, yeah. the rules, but it's just ridiculous. Yeah, loop, yeah, loopholes. Loopholes to help people. Loopholes, baby. Instead of, instead of loopholes to cough on people. Yeah. <sighs> That's an appropriate reaction, Robert. Um, <laughs> I'm so tired all the time. I know, yeah. I know. Um, 
Sophie, you, you wanted to rant about Betsy DeVos a little bit? She's a monster. <laughs> she doesn't know how to answer a question. She's incompetent. She's an evil, 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 evil person and should not have the job she has. And she's causing so much harm to her education system. Every second she's it's... employed as the secretary of education, bad things happened. Evil woman. Yeah. Shame on it's Donald almost... Trump for hiring her. She's so not qualified and is damaging our children. Yeah. It's it's remarkable the amount of harm that she and her brother have done to the world. Um, I was going to say her brother. Truly, <clears throat> truly a case for, I'm just going to say it, uh, tremendous random violence uh, uh, would be would be useful. Um, I w- won't be more specific than that, but that is, I'm very angry. Yes, very <laughs> well, you angry. Well, ran- you said random, so that could be anything. Yeah, yeah, you know, random source. Just yeah. specific like focus. A, it could be like yeah. a an ear flick, you know. Yeah, that's an ear random flick. violence. Yeah, that's Just not. Yeah, that, that's a good way to not of those two. be legally inciting anything. Just go and like give her hair a good yank. Yeah, um, yeah. evil. Cody. About what anarchists used to do in the early 1900s yeah. and late 1800s. A solid hair yank. Yeah, yeah, a lot of hair yanks. That's oh, William yeah. McKinley. <laughs> President yeah. McKinley got his hair real yanked. <laughs> yeah, he was uh, real, real, real childish at flirting. <laughs> yeah, um, Archduke Franz Ferdinand got some fucking hair yanked uh, pretty, yeah, pretty, pretty real, hard. It's better uh, than a wet willy. Yeah, I'll tell and you it was that. a wise yeah. guy. Got a lot, a lot of Three Stooges stuff going on there. Um, Cody, uh, I know you, you gathered some some news items you wanted to go through uh, as well. Just a couple of things, uh, you know. There's uh, there's news, and then there's uh, again. I'm like, there's a, a lot of there's so many things that's like this is the news, right? And then there's so many things that are like this is the dumb stuff we were talking about. This is the stuff that was going to make this news. year so bad. And like, we don't even need to talk about Roger Stone that much. It's a thing that happened, Robert. You don't care about it, and this this episode is for you and informing you. Um, but I'm already seeing uh, prominent people, one of them including Hillary Clinton, literally using this Roger Stone commutation to uh, warn us about Russia interfering with our election. Excellent. Um, uh, this commutation of his sentence is tells us that Putin is in charge, and it's just a wild, a wild thing to say. Um, not that like Russia isn't a, isn't a thing and around, but my gosh. Um, uh, Tucker Carlson's uh, racist, racist uh, head writer was fired. Did you hear about that, Robert? I did hear about that. Uh, I'm surprised that he got fired because it would seem like his entire job was to do the thing that he got fired for just to a yeah. massive audience. Right. You'd think like his uh, his actual application for the job would have like boxes like, are you like secretly racist? Check the box. And OK, good. Yeah, I mean, I assume assume getting hired by Tucker Carlson, like the job interview is, can you reach orgasm while lying on your back on the grave of a Bothan SS man? Um, Exactly. That was my assumption. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Do you say the 14 words when you come? Yeah. Okay, perfect. You're hired. Great. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, just like stuff like that. That's like that. It's still going on. We're also in a pandemic, um, but but uh, this is also is originally an election show. You know, there is an election going on. I don't know if anybody remembers this. Um, Barely. But we we can we can possibly have a different president in a little bit. Um, and that man's name is Kanye West. No, just kidding. It's Joe Biden. <laughs> Jesus fuck. Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't want to engage we, in the Kanye. We West will not. We will not be engaging. Uh, yeah. in no, the, I, I, I will say this. Um, 
we talked about it last week on Even More News briefly, just the right amount of time with our guest, Joel Leon, who's amazing. And mm-hmm. uh, I think that he handled that conversation the best when saying, um, did we all forget that he, Kanye is bipolar, that struggles from, you know, a lot of, you know, instability. He's had ma- breakdowns and apparently he has been going through a bipolar episode and his family and friends are worried about him. So let's yep. stop giving weight to that conversation or even jokes about it, you know, because this has had enough steam. Also, he's not on the ballot. Well, yeah, he's not running for president. Um, so, like, why are we even talking about it? But, yeah, but that's you know just something. I, I just I, I repeat that again because I think not all of our we've got some overlap. But, you know, if, you, if you're if yeah, you listener of this it, show but not the other one, I think that that's a really important point and something to keep in mind when you're we're seeing that dialogue online. He is he is someone who is a narcissist and also has other mental health issues um, and is not insert like, like I I don't I don't think he's even capable of really understanding why it's a bad idea to do what he's doing. Um, yeah, I don't. So either. We just shouldn't. Yeah, talk about it more. yeah. There's yeah. a lot of uh, exa- exacerbating behaviors and things um, that uh, yeah. Just like um, why give oxygen that, to that conversation? Yeah, which we we're, already have, we're, but. Talking about this conversation of the election, you know, and I've seen people online being like, well, we don't like Joe Biden, you know, uh, <laughs> so let's so let's let's try Kanye, you know, and especially using the argument of like, well, Joe Biden has is clearly deteriorating mentally. And it's, you know, it's tricky. It's a tricky conversation to have online that one, because I understand where they're coming from. I also. I'm not a doctor to diagnose. Well, Joe Biden. also they're like, that is going to, I mean, speaking of the worst year ever, uh, this is all stuff that was going to happen anyway, but it's happening more, more and more people are saying it. Um, the, the cognitive stuff, uh, that's going to be a thing. Uh, you know, like last year we did that some more news episode about how Joe Biden, if he wanted to like save the soul of the country could like r- run as a Republican and sort of save the Republican party from itself. And, move them a little towards more towards the center and uh, recalibrate uh, in that talking about how like, it's just going to be constantly debating like your mind is going, no, your mind is going, you touch women inappropriately. No, you do. Uh, and that sort of back and forth. Um, and we are seeing that uh, they're both commenting on each other's cognitive abilities now. Yeah, uh, I know they're doing I love it. it. It's, it's awful. Uh, which, stop. which, which of the clearly sick old men is the least clearly sick. It's so let's, it's let's give him control of a nuclear arsenal. <laughs> unreal. And like they're just do, they're just like le- they're Amazing. both just like leaning into it's like I took a cognitive test. I think Joe should take a cognitive so, test. And Joe's like, well, actually, I'm I'll take a test against him any day. And it's just already so I, exhausting. I will say this. I obviously am not a Joe Biden fan. And I think He's got anger issues, temperamental problems. Uh, He might be in some sort of cognitive decline. I think it's a dangerous thing for us to talk about, especially for the things that you guys are saying right here. I'm not somebody that's up here saying uh, we can't hold him to task. Um, I think that stigmatizing people immediately as having dementia or something like that, and there's not – we don't have things that are – no, what we should stigmatize is allowing people for whom, who are part of a category of the population for whom that is a, a real concern, 
we should stigmatize them running for the highest office in the nation. Yeah, the issue I, isn't Joe Biden or or Donald Trump's individual health. It's it's the fact that it's the norm for people who are fucking eighty to yeah uh, be the president. Yes, yeah, it's, it's the fact that this is even a conversation. Not yeah. only that we, not only that we like people have in the discourse, but that both of the candidates are engaging in. Yeah. It's yeah, going yeah. to get worse and worse, and they're going to keep talking about it. Um, yeah. We need and to age cap shit at like 65 at, at, at for the president. I right, like so much of the things... Sorry, go ahead. No, I, I mean, I'm agreeing with you. And, yeah. and I think that's why I say this, because especially as we start to see these conversations more and more, like we already are, like, no, you're the one that's like losing their mind. No, you're the one. You know, it's like... Uh, Grounding it in something a bit more productive, at least long term. Well, yeah, all these conversations that we've had about like Joe Biden and Donald Trump and all like all the discourse around it um, and it, how it's getting worse. And like there is a responsible way to talk about it and so on and so forth. It is like just like the problem that people often point out that is like kind of lost and like you're helping Trump or you're helping Biden or like whatever it is. It's that we're in the situation at all. That's mm-hmm. the real problem that we are in this situation and that it's like become a normal thing that we just are like, well, that's just how it is. This is, this is our, this is our nation. You know, Cody, hearing all that makes me think of the lines of a wonderful Lee Greenwood song, because I am proud to be an American where at least I know I am free to spread a plague to strangers because I don't want to be mildly uncomfortable. So I, I haven't heard uh, not that the one. Be- I feel like there's a more poetic way to say that. And um, I won't like fewer forget words the men who that... set up a sniper's nest on the roof of <laughs> oh, a public building <laughs> to defend my right to not have plywood singed. And I will proudly fire riot control rounds into the skulls of fucking 20-year-olds with boomboxes next to you and defend her. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm done, with, I'm done with the Lee Greenwood bit. I'm no, sorry. it's great. I love I love <laughs> listening to that whenever they played at ball games that used to exist. Cool. That seems like a really good spot to take our next ad break. Ooh, I need a break for ads. Ooh. I, I have that bumper sticker. Break I too. break for ads. Welcome to the worst year ever. We'll get through it together or not. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. If you're 21 years old and use nicotine or tobacco, I'm here to tell you about Black Buffalo and how it's redefining tradition for millions of adult consumers. So if you're over 21, consume nicotine or tobacco, and want to join the Black Buffalo herd head over 
to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults aged 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. And we're back again from that ad break. Cool. Well-rested and ready for whatever Cody's about to throw at us now. Cody. I am furious at okay. Starburst Candy. Oh, good. What? Something yeah. we need to Let's buy war Starburst and flush it down the toilet. Um, no, so we're going to talk about Biden a little bit. Um, I didn't even intend to talk about the other stuff we just talked about. Um, mm-hmm. It organically came up because of, I guess, the Kanye of it all. But uh, it's like a little election update, right? There obviously aren't really a lot of rallies going on. Um, there's not a lot of uh, like. There's no real like outwardly facing like it's a ele- it's an election year. The election is kind of in the background. Uh, it's always this sort of like white noise, just humming like it's coming. There's the there there's election problems, but things are happening a little bit, I guess. Biden still has not chosen a, a running mate. I Who hope it's when me. That'll happen. I hope it's you too. I think it might um, be. I, mean, I think I'm interested in your uh, random violence platform. <laughs> oh, uh, very pro. We're going to have uh, that. Yeah. My only promise as vice president is a sniper on the roof of every public building in this country. Just shooting at mm-hmm. random. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, America first at s- snipers everywhere. Randomly. <laughs> snipers. randomly. Americans, America's, America first targets. I don't know. Please continue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's there's work to be done on the messaging, yeah. but uh, yeah, good to know I, that you're you're not wavering on that. America first in randomly placed snipers. Exactly. <laughs> colon law and order. Colon. Uh, things are fine, um, and will continue to be even better. Um, so we have talked on the show uh, briefly a little. We mentioned when it was going on there was that uh, the task force to bring. Uh, the Bernie wing of the party and the Biden wing of the party together um, in perfect harmony uh, to take on the guy, you know. And that task force has released a many-page document with their recommendations uh, that they've come up with. And so there's a little bit... uh, I don't want to get into too many details because I think that people are going to be ultimately disappointed and also, like, other people are going to be like, that's not so bad. They're pushing them left a little bit. There is no uh, Medicare for all. There's no Green New Deal kind of stuff like that. Um, it focused a lot on uh, like granular stuff and like, you know, defending the ACA, raising minimum wage, things like that. And one thing I think is important to note about it, too, <laughs> um, like a lot of people, a lot of people in the Bernie wing were kind of disappointed, um, even in articles about it, people on the task force saying like, you know, it didn't have everything that we wanted, didn't have everything that Biden wanted. But as Bernie points out, there's no question that on some of the major issues facing this country, if that agenda is implemented, life will improve for tens and tens of millions of working people. Um, So it is, you know, trying to frame it as uh, it's pushing it left, but also um, it is recommendations. It's not, I'm not saying it's nothing, but the campaign uh, hasn't like committed to doing anything on it. Uh, They have committed to, reviewing the recommendations right so it's not actually like we're look at the platform they're gonna do all this stuff it was biden and bernie people getting together and putting together things that they hope biden does Um, right 
But again, it doesn't include banning fracking, doesn't include like, you know, uh, a lot of like Biden is very against legalizing marijuana still, things like that. Um, one thing I did kind of want to point out in there, though, uh, but again, this isn't the platform. This is taking things into consideration. Um, but one of the things uh, they talk about is uh, what they think Democrats need to do with the FCC. Um, uh, very clear language about uh, net neutrality and uh, reversing all of the things that Trump has done in regards to net neutrality. Um, but also, uh, Democrats will take action to prevent states from blocking municipalities and rural co-ops from building publicly owned broadband networks and increase federal support for municipal broadband. Um, basically, like, everybody should have the internet. Um, we were, like, even talking earlier when we are talking about the, the, the problem with schooling, one of the problems that a lot of kids have with doing, like, do school from home not everybody has great internet access or internet access at all or access to this kind of uh, kind of service and what should be a public utility, right? So I don't know. I, that's something to to be like, hey, if they do that, that's good. But again, it's not um, necessarily things that they're going to, uh, to implement. Um, a quote from uh, one of the folks on the task force is, uh, we did not have any impressions that we were going to turn Joe Biden into Bernie Sanders. That was not going to happen. That did not happen. We don't expect Biden to be uh, uh, Bernie Sanders, although he has uh, recently released a an ad um, with uh, the message and phrasing that it's not about him. It's about us, which I find interesting. Um, he continues to talk about how health care is a human right while uh, not proposing policies that would make it a human right. Um, like if, if not everybody had the right to vote, I wouldn't say like, well, I think voting is a right. So I think here's a way that you can pay your, for your vote. Um, that's not what rights are. Um, so there is still a disconnect there. Um, it's, it feels in the background because we are in a pandemic. Um, but I think pushing on things like Medicare for all are still really important to do. Um, even Especially though since I think this headline is, that I'm seeing right now ooh, on New York Times, it. 5.4 million Americans lost health insurance during the pandemic. Study mm-hmm. Yeah. It's going to be and, a lot of. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's, that's, the, that's the, like the really frustrating. Uh, one of the fr- more frustrating things in talking about this kind of stuff where it's like, OK, yeah, they're moving on this and they think this and they're recommending this. But if you're not just saying like. We're going to do. We're doing this. We're doing this Medicare for all plan. Everyone should have health care. Everyone, every single person in America should be able to go to the doctor. End of story, because health care is a human right. If we're not doing that, especially now, what are we doing? Um, we're tying empl- uh, health care to employment still. We're protecting private insurance still. Um, we're even more like merging like personal life with um, work life. Like that's that's. An interesting thing that we're going to see more of as this pandemic continues, like we as a society put so much uh, importance on our jobs. Like we like we are our job in a lot of in a lot of ways. Um, And now we're all working from home. A lot of people are working from home. And uh, that is going to be a continuing thing. Like that's just policy for a lot of companies now uh, in general. And so you're you're forcing work into your home space permanently now. So we are, we're slowly moving towards that relationship between like, well, you are your job and your job is how you get healthcare and all these things. We're, we're 
pushing more, even more towards that um, in a way that I don't think we're necessarily ready for. I don't know. I, I just don't like the idea of like, oh yeah, we're all we're all working from home now. We wake up and you're home, but you're also at work. It's always in your mind now. And I don't think that's necessarily a healthy thing to do. But anyway, it's not about him, it's about us and so on. Yeah, I mean it's a bit demoralizing. It's hard. I at the end of the day, I mean, I've I've waffled on this, but a bit on this show and our shows because it's it's a bitter pill to swallow, but I'm going to vote for Biden, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I guess I don't have I mean, it, to here in California. Just, right, you don't. But it, 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 it's tough. I keep coming back to hoping to continue having these conversations. Yes, we need to be calling out this bullshit um, and pointing out the things like <laughs> healthcare is a human right. Okay, then we need to give it to people. Look at all these yeah. people that lost their health insurance. Let's do that. But I, I – I'm – I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. I am not going to vote I mean, for Donald Trump. I'm going to do my best to keep him out of the out of office another four years because it would ruin us. <laughs> yeah. And just, I mean, just keep pushing and don't like let, I don't know, like there's, it's easy to let the aesthetics of like uh, moving left or like we're a progressive or more progressive than FDR. Um, but politics don't happen in a vacuum. Um, aesthetics aren't uh, policy. Aesthetics aren't what people actually believe. And a lot of what Biden seems to be doing is aesthetics because he's also reaching out to, you know, like Republicans. That's part of his whole thing is like we got to get the the moderate yeah. Republicans on our side, too. So if you're trying to please everybody, what are you like? What's your actual plan? Um, but on the other hand, like there is also this thing I wanted to there's something about Biden. that's It's the transition from just being very frustrated with this and um to like the reality of like we're in an election it's trump or this fucking guy um the reflexive like defense of biden when republicans criticize him uh in a way of like no you don't get to do this you don't get to play um sorry like uh the other day i mean like sean hannity uh tweeted like some video like you know i think like uh, joe has misspoken quite a bit and there are some times i'm like oh joe just like what are you doing, bud? Um, but he shared some videos like Joe Biden uh, said woked like people were woked. He said the word wrong. And it was like a huge thing uh, for like half a day. And it was just like, shut up, leave, leave Joe Biden alone. Uh, and just like that sort of reflexive, like coming to his defense, because what you're criticizing him for him for is nonsense, as opposed to well, this other stuff that I think is substantial and worth uh, continuing to hold I on mean, to and push both of on. those things can coexist. You'd be like, well, that's not a reason to criticize him. Have you seen the president speak? However, right. Well, right. Here are the important things now, that we yeah. should be talking about. Um, just like just whenever anyone's like, guys. look at him talk. It's like, look at your president. Shut up. Go away. You can like you can <sighs> only you can only criticize Joe Biden for reasons like that. If you also think Donald Trump is of moron who shouldn't be the president, that's this that's is the rule. yeah that gets to a lot of my issues with I don't know it's just like it's incredibly frustrating when people bring up valid critiques of Joe Biden as a reason not to vote for him that like mm-hmm. but also the person who would win who's not Joe Biden is guilty of all of those same things but much worse and right. worse um, exactly yeah, yeah. and it, that is that is pr- it's the same thing with Hillary Clinton where it's like she. She suffered more for voting for the Iraq war than George W. Bush or any Republican ever 
will, which doesn't yep. mean that it was okay that she voted for the Iraq war, but it's fucking wild that like of all of the people in American politics to actually pay a concert, like a price for it, it was fucking Hillary Clinton and mm-hmm. not like any, yeah, <laughs> great. Yeah, <laughs> w, awesome, w, at the ball, w at the ball game with Ellen, but yeah. Hillary's canceled. Yeah. 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 Fucking incredible. Um, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that perspective, like it's just important to maintain that perspective and like be aware and like. Yeah. I I I'm so because the discourse is going to change too. Because during the primary, you're trying to choose the best person who represents the things that you want. Um, and so those criticisms from the left or during a democratic primary, I think, are valid and worth discussing. But in the context of against Donald Trump, maybe right. less so. Before we end this hodgepodge episode, Robert, uh, why don't you give us? Um, a couple updates from Portland yeah. outside of the sniper situation. Yeah, you know, enemy of America, Portland. Yeah, the you know the 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 good. So Portland has is you know we had this uprising that started six weeks or so ago, and kind of everywhere was involved. And now a lot of places still have regular marches, but Portland's really the only city that's like. Conti- has continuously been in a state of uprising, like yeah. uh, most nights. Since this started, uh, there's been like a riot or a civil disturbance. There's been tear like, and now the feds have gotten involved, and they've they 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 have been on Saturday. They rioted in just an unbelievably brutal way. Uh, they like at one point, like a homeless man, two different actually people started seizuring because of the tear gas. There's like video uh, of of U.S. marshals like kneeling on this guy and holding his body down as he seizes, which is the thing you don't do when someone has a seizure. Um, and they know that because they all have basic life-saving do. medical training. Like they knew what they were doing. Um, there was another point at which, like, a kid was standing in the park playing uh, music on the boombox, and they shot him from thirty feet away in the head with a rubber bullet what? and shattered his skull and permanently changed his life. He's in the hospital now. He very nearly died. They shot him right in the fucking head. There's video of it. He was holding a boombox. They shot him in the fucking head from thirty feet Fuck. away. Fuck. Um, because these people aren't cops. These are the kind of well, people. Right, like, they're, yeah. yeah. Like the whole like guiding the like literally the entire guiding um motive force of my career and life for, since I was in Mosul um was uh, like cuz when I when I went to Iraq and watched them level that city. Watch the same kind of men who shot that kid from 30 feet away. Like that's those are the that those are the people who burnt Mosul to the fucking ground to drive ISIS out. Ever since then um it has been my overriding goal to try to stop that from happening to to other cities, particularly to cities in America, because that's where I know how to affect things. Uh, and like the 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 that's that's the situation that we're in right now is the president has basically said, like, these are the guys I'm sending in. I'm going to let them beat the shit out of people um, for a night or two. And if you all want to continue what you're doing, um, you know, I can I will let them off the fucking leash. Like, that's the promise that's being made here. Um, he literally so we'll said, see. "Take over." He said, "Take yeah, over. take over." Yeah, like yeah, your fucking city government, your state government doesn't matter. And I don't think people, I think people on the ground are starting to get that, um, to understand stand that at the very least, we should maybe not be prodding them constantly at their courthouse where they have a defensible position set up mm-hmm. uh, that they're they're using the building as a weapon. Last night was weird. I was out last night and they fucking stayed inside the whole time. Like there, I spent a, a huge chunk mm-hmm. of the night watching like. 
like yeah, teenage boys like karate kicking a courthouse and like throwing <laughs> like just to try to like to try to force federal marshals out to shoot at them. It was yeah. it was very strange. Um and it was like at the same time as this was all happening, um at least for an example of something wonderful that started to happen. For about the last week, there's been a guy uh, who set up a rib restaurant in the park outside of the federal courthouse? Um, yes, it's called Riot Ribs, and it's amazing. <laughs> yes! um, and he's like a, he's like a black dude in his forties, and he'll he'll just be out there all night and all day in a bulletproof vest cooking ribs for people. Um, and it, it, all the ribs are free, everything's free. Like it's a mutual aid sort of situation. People donate to keep it going. Uh, Donovan Farley, who's another local journal journalist, on one of the nights when like. We were all running from the cops, and they charged out. Was like, like defended the rib shack with his body and his press pass. Like, you won't, st- you won't, t- like, no, yeah. <laughs> don't take our ribs. Yeah, uh, riot ribs is fucking incredible. Uh, there, yeah, it you was can like, take our, was... you can take our lives, but you'll never take our ribs, and so on. Yeah, at one point last night, the protesters who were out in, in between the federal courthouse and the justice center were lighting random fires, and we all started to, to be afraid that like the cops were going to come in, and it was just like. I was standing in line for ribs and like this one of the one protesters kind of like walked up to riot ribs and was like, hey, guys, uh, people are starting random fires. So we might wind up having cops real soon, just like as a heads up. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yep. (laughs) So riot ribs is good. Um, Yeah, that's one of the things that's given me some hope in all this is that like the um, in, in the face of something that's really fucking terrifying, it hasn't made anyone in Portland give up. Um, so I, I, I think, I, I think they're going to have to shoot a bunch of people dead in the street to have a chance at st- of stopping the, the nightly protests in Portland. And I think they'll do that. Um, yeah, I, I think, think they will do, do that, that eventually. Um, the president has no qualms about people yeah. doing that. And the people who are going to do that don't have any qualms about doing that. No. And the, the, the unit that has been sent to Portland, one of the units is the, the pact force, which is like a multi-agency, but like run by Homeland security. Um, it's like protecting America's, um, cities and what, whatever it's a, it's a federal law enforcement unit made up of sociopathic special forces veterans, um, whose entire job and life purpose is breaking human bodies. Um, that they're sending the streets to deal with 17 year old kids who charred some plywood um it's 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 the thing that i've been trying that i was trying to warn people about and it could happen here it's like mm. the thing mm. that uh has been like screaming in the back of my head for three years and change now like that it's it's here uh it's yeah. here and it's a nationwide problem um and i don't know how to stop it at this point um getting trump out of office will help but most of what it will do is buy us a year or two to figure out how to actually stop this country from falling off of completely falling yeah yeah Um, but that is where the stakes are this is an annihilation question it's It's... yeah some of the footage is just unbelievable and they're all like the (laughs) sorry just it's interesting Mm -hmm. still to me the home department of homeland security doing all these things um, they turn 18 this year. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, they're finally an adult. I'm um, excited for when they get vote. to drink. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. They have a few more years left. Um, it's wild. I mean, yeah, you have been talking about this. This is the culmination, not the culmination of your work, but, like, it's a nightmare come true. It's one of those things where you're like, 
you do not have any satisfaction in seeing yourself being right, I would imagine. No, no, no. I did. I really didn't want to be right. I really, really fucking didn't want to be right because I've watched a city die. Yeah. And I don't want to watch yeah. another city die. Um, Should have called it. It could happen here, but it shouldn't. But it. But but, but I <laughs> but would like, prefer it, it did not. <laughs> yeah. So you're going yeah. to have to tonight. Though. Um, I don't know about tonight. I might. Uh, it kind of depends on we, the the Portland Press Corps, um, who again has responded magnificently to this, uh, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Um, we've we we we've got a pretty good job of setting up shifts. Yeah, um, good. I did have. Good. I was out with friends, just like trying to have a night of sanity on uh, on Saturday when the feds rioted, and you know one of the one of the great local journalists, Garrison, um, was like, "Hey, we could we could use some more people on the ground," and thankfully other people volunteered. Um, and I had this moment of being like, "Well, I'm going to let Garrison and the others handle it," and and Garrison's 17, um, so I guess I got to finally have that wonderful. Uh, human experience of being like yeah i'll let the teenager yeah. <laughs> go get go get shot at for me youth, like yeah I, i'm this. feeling really old today tonight i'm gonna let a 17 year old take yeah. the fucking and he got shot with a grenade that night thankfully in the backpack so and it, it didn't quite ignite God. his backpack but it would have if other people hadn't stopped it um yep. shout out to garrison hungry bowtie on twitter he's fucking amazing yeah <laughs> Uh, really, really took a turn immediately with that grenade. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, well, yeah. I guess that does it for us today on that uplifting note. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, make sure to brush your teeth with beans. Yeah, yeah. brush your te- brush everything with beans. Mm-hmm. However many beans there are in your house, there's Wipe not enough beans. Wipe everything with beans. Look, if you're using beans for everything then soon all barriers between beans and the rest of the world will become so blurred that you exist in nothing but a continuum of beans that is everlasting and unchanging. They and isn't that what this country's about? Yeah. You really do make it seem like beans are the magical fruit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, a lot of people are saying that, Katie. A lot of people, people are, are saying, saying that. that. Yeah. Um, you guys can check us out online at Worst Year Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, thanks for sitting through this hodgepodge mm-hmm. episode. Hopefully you learned something. Hopefully you had a <laughs> laugh or two. And um, that's what I got to say. Mm-hmm. You can follow Katie at, at Katie Stoll on Instagram and Twitter. You can yeah. follow Cody at Dr. Mr. Cody on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow Robert on Twitter, not Instagram, at I write okay. Um, and Sophie's yeah. Why Sophie Why. Yeah. Cool. Oh, yeah. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Not really. It's true. You'll hear we'll from hear us next week. We'll hear each other. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, some you. of you, like, theoretically, there's got to be one or two people with synesthesia who listen to us. So you will see us next yeah. week. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is The Color Blue. Signing out. Appreciate and love you all. Worst Year Ever is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. 
Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah. And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.